Six-Pack Lapidot, I want to give a quick shout-out to our partners, the strength guys in this app that we have. It can be found at positionsofpower.programs with an S dot app. And the strength guys who coach people like Taylor Atwood, have you heard of him? He's pretty good. Uh, they've had several world champions, several national champions, and uh, I mean, a laundry list of records, national records, world records have been broken, etc. But they have an app with their elite level programming available, video tutorials. Uh, I mean, the whole nine, it's one stop shop once you're in here. There's a Discord where they're doing video review of your lifts. Um, to get all your lifts analyzed so you get elite level programming and coaching for $29.99 US a month. Positionsofpower.programs.app. Go there and get yourself started. <laughs> Okay, Emil Norland, the 2019 Junior World Champion, um, 2021 Silver Medalist at Worlds, and then my man, holy smokes, was at a show at the European Championships, right down to the very last deadlift. It was the biggest deadlift of your life that you've ever done on the platform. And um, I mean, I want to talk about, it's been like two years since we talked. Last time we talked... I think uh, it was after you won the junior world championships in Sweden and um, you came on the podcast, but so we'll double back and catch up, but I want to talk about, you know, that video of you on the side of the platform and you're about to pull for the biggest upset win over Anatoly and Anatoly is the reigning world champion. He won the best lifter at the world championships. It is the biggest deadlift you've ever done on the platform. And it's all come down to this one final deadlift. And you were on the sidelines, man. And you look confident. You were telling the crowd, you're smiling. You're telling the crowd, like, how did we get here? How did this, you had PRs right across the board. Like we, we got to talk about this, man. That that was crazy. (laughs) So, So, um, so let's do a bit of a lead in into that big, huge deadlift that, that, that won it all. And everybody's seen it. Cause that video went crazy too. Um, so at the world championships, let's back it up to that. We'll say, how are you feeling leading into the world championships? Uh, of course it, uh, it was nice to, to come back and competing. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, on the actual competition, I felt uh, felt like a new guy. <laughs> Never had the competing. Uh, it was uh, it was two years uh, since I was competing last time. Uh, so uh, uh, it felt uh, kind of like 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 I di- hadn't didn't do it before. <laughs> yeah, and and not only had it been two years, but you're back at the world championship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the biggest competition first. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, 
So I was I was not really happy with the with the results. Uh, of course, it was a new personal best and uh, on the total, but I knew that I had more in in my body to to do than I than the result I did at Worlds. Because you missed your third squat and missed your third bench press. Yeah. The, yes. Did you feel like when you missed those lifts, like you were too far behind to threaten Anatoly? Uh, yeah, of course he did. Uh, on the world, he he took uh, took all his three squats yeah. and uh, and the two benches. That's right. And then I had uh, the Frenchman uh, behind me as well on world. So so he pushed me to do the to the third deadlift to 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 get the silver. Right. Uh, if he wasn't there, I probably had tried to pull. 400 kilos i think it, uh, it <laughs> we needed uh but uh, of course that maybe maybe i had uh, 400 kilos uh, from the floor but not so so more so much more right right yeah it um when you have another lifter there that's chasing you that that's clements coco they call him coco yeah exactly yeah um but you knew when you're going into the world championships did you, what were your goals? Were you telling yourself, like, if I have an opportunity, I'll go after Anatoly, try to go for gold? Did you think, what, what were your goals? Yeah, of course, uh, the goal is always to to win uh, gold. But uh, I knew that Anatoly was, uh, yeah, he, he's one of the best uh, powerlifters uh, in the world right now. So I knew it's going to be a tough uh, but I was hoping on Worlds to 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 get the opportunity to pull the last deadlift for a gold medal. Mm. Uh, that was my my goal, and uh, how much uh, it uh, it needed to be. Uh, yeah, I, I knew it's gonna be a heavy deadlift. <laughs> but but this time on Worlds, I, I didn't get the opportunity because I needed to to pull uh, pull for the silver. Well, of the three lifts. What lift are you most confident in? Yeah, it's the deadlift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it is deadlift. On, on competition, I am very confident in deadlift. Uh, on training, I, I like uh, squats more. Um, it's interesting, right? That, yeah, that it's it... it's it is. <laughs> Why do you think that is? That you you enjoy training squats more, but when it comes to the competition, it's the deadlift. It's probably because it's the last uh, lift, and uh, I have won many competitions uh, with the last uh, deadlift. Uh, so uh, I think uh, it's because I I, I knew I can, uh, I knew I had that, uh, I knew I had a deadlift to 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 win competitions. So it's uh, it's nice to be good in deadlifts. <laughs> and the thing with the deadlift too, like squats, um, if they think that you didn't hit depth. You just don't get your squat. And it's like, oh, damn. Yeah. And it could be close. And it could be like yeah, a exactly. really close. Or for bench press, if your butt comes up a little or whatever, um, yeah. you, don't get the, you don't get the bench. But when it comes to deadlift, especially because you're conventional and you're not sumo, you can grind. You can load it up and just yeah. load up whatever you need. And you just grind out whatever you need. Whereas like, even if you're sumo, you could bobble up. You could lose your balance at the top and lose it. Exactly. But um. There's something like that confidence where like whatever happens, as long as I'm close enough to pull for the win, just load yeah, it up. Exactly. It's it's always feels good to to go out for that last deadlift. So yeah, I like that. It, it's um when when you were in the uh, 2019 World Championships, yeah. confidence you had, you guys even 
you didn't take your second attempt and said, we're just loading up whatever we need on the third. Yeah. Yeah. The, the funny thing was that we were, we were talking about to do the same thing now in the Europeans, but then Anatoly missed his first deadlift and things changed a little bit, but we were talking about skipping the, skip the, the second deadlift because it's probably didn't give us any, anything. So, so, so you were thinking like, save the energy because we're pulling for the win no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But to do that, you need to have been close enough, right? Like if it wasn't close enough, you're like, uh, we need that second attempt to, because yeah. you, because Coco at Worlds was chasing you. So yeah, you, on the Worlds, exactly. Right. But on now on the Europeans, it, it felt like it's, it's going to be silver or gold, uh, no matter what. So, uh, uh, then we we could we could focus the whole competition uh, on the on the gold medal and see if uh, we get the chance to 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 pull the last deadlift to beat Anatoly and yeah it it went well. <laughs> it, it changes everything when you have other people chasing you. Yeah, like, exactly. Right when Coco did show up, were you telling yourself because um, he had an injury? Uh, yeah. So when Coco didn't show up, were you telling yourself, oh wow? I, I think we're pulling for the win no matter what now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, since that day I, I saw, I knew it. he didn't uh, going to show up. I, everything was uh, planned to to pull the last deadlift there. So uh, I have seen that le- that deadlift many times in my head. And when when they said it only needed to be 375, it felt pretty good because I have counted with uh, 390 or something. Uh, You've have you you've pulled three ninety in the gym? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. But but I I was thinking that uh, three ninety. If I do a go, good competition and Anatoly oh. do a good competition, it's probably need to pull three ninety. So when it only was three seventy five, it felt pretty good. So oh, gotcha. I I got you. Yeah. So you were mm-hmm. you were leading into this competition like because we all do this. Where you think yeah. about the numbers you might need. And you're exactly. calculating these numbers that you think you might need. And you're like, holy shit, I think I might need 390. Yeah, you're, exactly. like, you're, like, you're like, this might be it. Um, yep. And you need to believe like, do you, do you, cause you said you're picturing it in your head. Yeah. Um, so let's say, so the world championships is over and the way the world championships happen in Homestead with Coco chasing and you had to defend silver and Anatoly was pulling ahead and you're like, ah, oh, it's, it's just not going to happen there that day. When you go back to training um, and you're visualizing like maybe 390, this, this might happen, that might happen. Are you like picturing what happens when you're on the sidelines and they're loading 390? Like how much visual visualization are you doing? Yeah, of course. Uh, Of course. Uh, I think in a lot of, uh, a lot of just that third lift and uh, uh, in the last days on the hotel room, I, uh, I see that, that lift in my head uh, many times so uh really is it yeah. is it uh does it help you with your confidence because dude you were you were so confident you when you were listening <laughs> you had never pulled this before it uh and you were like on the sidelines like this has already happened yeah yeah maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> well i guess in your head you pulled it so many times exactly <laughs> but um it's it's if you needed the scenario to unfold for the IPF world championships a certain way, 
um, when you get to load up that last deadlift and it didn't happen. And you're kind of like afterwards, you're like, damn, that didn't, uh, you know, things just didn't go your way because you didn't get to load up that last dead leading into the Euro- European championships. It's almost like when you find out Coco is not there and you're like, Oh my gosh, were you telling yourself, I think this might be the day. Like, were you like, this could be the one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Was it, was it like redemption in your mind? Because Anatoly's a reigning world champion. Yeah, he's, beat, he's pretty if, good. <laughs> he's good. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> and if you beat a reigning world champion at an international competition, like what was your motivation to prove that you could, or what, what were you thinking leading into European championships? Yeah, of course, uh, the the whole plan was to to beat him, and uh, he did uh, very good uh, on the worlds. And after that, he did bench press uh, worlds, uh, and then uh, Europeans within like ten weeks. So we we were uh, we were talking about he he's maybe not on his top uh, because of this many competitions in in like t- ten weeks. It's hard to to peak your strength in every competition, right? Uh, so we were we were hoping that he he's gonna make some mistakes in the probably the squats or branch and he did in squats and uh, and because we didn't had any any more that changing us uh, we we were planning to do uh, uh, do some high jumps in uh, uh, and go go in the go in hard yeah yeah cover some ground. Exactly. Um, were you were you watching his squats when he was when he was squatting? No, no, I didn't. No. no. Is it easier not to watch? Yeah, I think so. I, I when when we are there on the competition, I I, I like to just think about myself and uh, and let the coaches uh, put the numbers and do do everything they can. So mm-hmm. I didn't. Uh, I don't watch uh, anybody else the lifts did you um leading into the world championships did you gain strength was it around the same in training as it was leading into worlds because it wasn't a big gap there wasn't a lot of time to get stronger do you think you got stronger going into europeans no not really but uh, maybe i i peaked better to europeans uh it was a long time since competition lost uh, time uh, at world so we didn't really know how strong we we were, so uh, I mm. think the the peaking was better to Europeans, uh, but not so. I was I was not so much stronger on that ten weeks. So I don't think that. Because I was going to ask, um, your first squat at Worlds was I think it was three twenty five. Yeah, yeah, and then your first squat at at Europeans was three thirty five. So you did. You open ten kilo more. Is that just because, um, because leading into worlds you hadn't competed in a while, so you weren't sure where you're at? Leading exactly. into your yeah, okay. Because I was wondering, and then, and then we wanted to to put some pressure on Anatoly on uh, Europeans, so uh, uh, we were going uh, going for. The plan was to do uh, three fifty in the last squat, but now it ended up to be three forty seven, and I missed that, but. Uh, uh, to do 350, we wanted uh, uh, through 335 in the in the first, so we didn't uh, miss too much kilos if we missed the last one. So, mm. and um, if you open higher, 
And before you even get to your third, you've already racked up some kilo. Yeah, it puts yeah. pressure. It puts pressure on Anatoly. Exactly. He's, that was the plan. Yeah. And he also, so he took a 360.5 second attempt. And yeah. at the world championships, he finished with 360. Like he, yeah. he went more on his second attempt than he finished at the world championships. And the world championships, his squats, like they were tough. They yeah, were they really were really tough. tough. <laughs> so I don't know, like I either, I don't know if he came into the European championships too confident or, yeah. or if you put pressure on and he's thinking, well, if he's opening, if, if uh, Emil is opening 10 kilo more than the world championships, he's got to keep pace. And he's just trying, cause he's, he's going to gain most of his kilos in the squat. Um, he's got a good bench. He's got yeah. a big bench, but then in the deadlifts, he's going to fall behind. Exactly. So why do you think he, he did such a big jump on his second attempt? Cause it looked, it turned out to be a bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It maybe, maybe if we put some pressure on him or if he wanted to go on the, on the world record uh, already in the second, uh, I don't know, but uh uh, the the plan was from from our side uh, to to put some pressure on it with with uh, the the three thirty five squat in the first. So maybe yeah. maybe it's because of that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and do you think maybe because it could have been either pressure or maybe he's just like overconfident. Yeah, exactly. He might have been like like he might have thought he had a lot more in the tank than he actually did. Yeah. And and it's hard to to peak uh, your performance uh, in three competitions within ten weeks. So uh, he maybe think uh, that he he had more in more in his body than he had. I don't know. Right, right. And um, where did the bench press world championships happen? I forget. In Litau- Lithuania. Is that think. Lithuania? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it was. I wasn't there, but uh, I think it was there. The the thing with that, like. Bench press doesn't take a lot out of you. It's not no, really, no. right. And Lithuania is not far from Ukraine. So it it, it's not too, it's not too, you know, it, it's, it's probably, you know, it's not the craziest for him no, to no. travel from Ukraine to Lithuania. And he bench pressed that day. He maxed out on bench. Exactly. Well, that. well you know, it, it'll take a little bit out of him, but not a lot. Right. No, no. Right. I, but, um, but yeah, so afterwards, um, so you hit a 342.5 squat, which is the, your, your biggest squat you've done in competition. But you thought you might have 350 in the tank. Um, have, had you hit, what did you have been hitting in the gym training for this? Uh, 340, I think uh, I did uh, last uh, summer or something. But I, I always, uh, I always uh, have more weight uh, on the competitions. Uh, mm. I train a lot uh, by myself, so uh, it's it's hard to to put uh, the last uh, kilos on the bar when uh, I'm training. It's a little bit easier on when it's uh, people and watching and screaming and yeah. Yeah, yeah. When the adrenaline is exactly. Out. Yeah. Did you because so it was last summer? Like, was it summer 2021 that you hit? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it, it makes it a little bit when you show up on competition day, a little exciting because you're like, I don't, I don't know myself if I could do this. No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it makes it tough um, 
to decide what numbers to put in because you've never hit them before. Yeah, of course, of course. So, so, so you kind of got to just have faith that everything. Who's your coach? Who does your uh, programming? Stefan Ogren. Uh, he's a Swedish uh, weightlifter. Okay. Uh, doing some powerlifting uh, earlier. Uh, oh, a, a Swedish Olympic weightlifter. Yeah, exactly. Oh wow! No kidding. How did you meet him? Uh, we we compete. We we train in the same same club. Uh, LF4, the same club. He and uh, I meet him 2017, and he's been coaching me since then. So, uh, yeah. And does he do um, programming for both Olympic weightlifting and powerlifters? Uh, yeah, most uh, powerlifters, but some uh, Olympic weightlifters as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we could yeah. talk about. Olympic weightlifting, possibly not being in the Olympics and stuff like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards, but uh, we'll go back to the uh, European championships. But yeah. um, so Anatoly misses uh, 360.5, just under 800 pounds, twice in a row. You hit 342.5, so a little over 750 pounds and miss your third. And you're getting ready for the bench press. Yep. Now you weren't paying attention in the squats. You're like, okay, I don't want to, I want to focus on me. But when yeah. you're getting ready for bench press, did anybody told, tell you that Anatoly only hit his first squat? Yeah, of course. We, we were talking about that after the, after the squat, uh, before we, we uh, started to, to warm up for bench press. So, uh, yeah, it, of course, it felt pretty good that uh, he, did, he just uh, had the first squat. And were you, were you telling yourself, Oh my God, I think I'm going to do this. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, what was the plan um, for bench? Because you you ended up, you opened at 200 and then you went to yeah. 205. And exactly. two, 205 was your third attempt at Worlds and you had missed it. Yep. Um, and you ended up missing 205 twice at Europeans. Do you think... Um, are, are, at that point you were telling yourself, oh man, I might've opened a little too, like your confidence was really high after squats, but yeah. when you missed two of your bench press, were you still as confident? Were you a little rattled or, or what were you thinking? Uh, I was not happy with, uh, only 200. Uh, I think I have, uh, uh my plan was two or five to 10. So, uh, uh two or five, uh, I, I really wanted, uh, uh, so of course, uh, not so happy after the bench press, but uh, yeah, we don't. Uh, I I I want I I don't like uh, I like the the deadlift so much. So uh, it does I didn't care about uh, that yeah. after. <laughs> it's it's because in the bench press, um, two hundred or two ten, it's just it's just ten kilo, right? It's not yeah, exactly. And you can make all that up with one big deadlift. Yeah, I can. But but <laughs> of course, it it would uh, have been uh, better to do to to twenty uh, to ten or something. Yeah, in the bench, but uh, it's coming. Have you hit? What, what have you hit in the gym for bench press? Uh, Two oh seven. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I I was hoping to uh, at least two or five. Because if you hit a 207, 210, 
Um, if you hit a 350, I mean, your total's starting to build pretty crazy. Yeah, then I, I can challenge Anatoly on a, on a good day for him as well, I think. Right. Like you don't Getting need, closer. <laughs> yeah, like you're right there. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. So Anatoly himself, he hits 215, misses 225, comes back and hits 225. So yeah. we're kind of right back leading into deadlifts. Um, you know that you've, you've missed two squats or sorry, you missed one squat. You missed two bench. He missed two squats, uh, missed one bench. So you're both kind of hitting and missing. It's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. If you're watching, like watching this stream is like, Oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> like it's going back and forth, you yeah. know? Um, what are you thinking? Are what, Did you have a discussion with your coaches? Are you guys confident? Are you guys like, let's wait and see how his opener moves? What are you guys thinking moving into the deadlifts? Uh, I, I put everything uh, on the coaches. Uh, I don't want to know so much about what they are thinking about uh, how we are going to do it. Uh, but we were talking about... Uh, to put the 350 i think on the on the opener but we we stayed at uh, 340 uh, just to see what uh, what he he's doing after his opener and uh, yeah we were not uh, counting with uh, with a, a missed uh, opener for for Anatoly. yeah uh, so it's uh, yeah it um so you were thinking maybe 350 because you ended up at the world championships, you opened up with 340. And yeah. then and then here you open up with 340 as well. Um, I mean, it's a big, it's a 750 pound opener. Like it's it's a big opener. Uh, and you don't want to open too much so that you don't have room. Like you don't exactly. want to be right. So, but you want to open enough to put pressure on him. Um, when he missed his opener, did you did you, I know you're not paying attention throughout the competition? <laughs> Well, when he missed his opener, did you hear? Did you find out? Like, holy shit, he missed his opener. Yeah, I heard it after my opener. Uh, so uh, then I heard that uh, we have a good uh, opportunity to 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 lead in uh, to get the lead now. So, yeah. uh, but but I didn't know it before I I went out for my opener. Ah, so they kept that a secret for you. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. It just uh, said. Uh, Stand up and smile. <laughs> so I did that. <laughs> it is Put some more pressure on Anatoly. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So second attempts come. He retakes 335. He hits 335. You yeah. do a 20 kilo jump. This is a pretty big jump. Um, but you like big jumps on deadlift. I mean, we yeah, talked like about it. yeah, it doesn't affect you. Like that's no, no. Do you train like that? Yeah, I train. Uh, yeah, of course I I, uh, I almost uh, only do uh, 50 kilos jumps uh, uh, on training. Shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think, because do you think this is like a, a good weapon for you because you're fresh for your, for your third dead, for your monster deadlifts. You're not tired. You haven't been deadlifting, like leading into the big deadlift for the win. If you're going to yeah. pull for the win, and you're you're the guy who's gonna try to pull for the win. You're gonna have the biggest deadlift, and you're gonna pull for the win. If you're if you do a big jump, you're fresh for that big pull. You're as fresh as you're gonna be. On the flip side, if you miss, 
you have to go back down to, you know, your second or opener, which is yeah, a exactly. less. So yeah, it's a it bit is. of an all or nothing. In this competition, uh, it doesn't matter if I, uh, it's all, it's had been the silver medal as well. So, so in this competition, I think it was, uh, it was a, the best uh, thing to do is with big jumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, easy opener and then uh, big jumps. I think, yeah. Uh, I think it was a good plan. And it doesn't bother you at all when the bar is that much heavier than what you previously just deadlifted. For some people, it makes it seem, if they don't have a weight in between a big jump, it makes it feel heavier. But for you, you're like, you just rise up to the occasion. Yeah, I think, uh, it, it, I don't think so much about uh, that. It all feels the same, right? Once you get yeah. out there and, <laughs> and, you, and you get the adrenaline going. Yeah, exactly. So Anatoly hits us 335. You hit 360. Um, and then Anatoly puts pressure. So he ends up coming out to a 353rd attempt. And it gives him a 915 kilo total. Yeah. So he's sitting at 915. And you have to load up a 375 kilo, 826 pound third and final deadlift. And even if you're not paying attention, you know you're pulling for the win. Like, do you yeah, know you're pulling yeah, for the win? Yeah, of course. I, yeah. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> right. And it's in your home nation of Sweden. Do you have friends and family there? Yeah, yeah. They were like 30, 30 persons from my family and friends and so on. So it was, it was good. <laughs> and you're on the sidelines. And... um if you watch the video, everybody, it, like, it, you could feel the tension. You're sitting yeah, there kind of like, you look like a boxer about to go down to the ring. <laughs> like, it was crazy. It, everyone in Team Sweden behind you was, like, amping you up, like, let's go, let's go, you could do this. Um, and you hit the platform with a smile on your face, and you're telling the crowd to get behind you. How confident are you? Because you look like you were absolutely fearless. Like, you look like you knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I think I knew that uh, it wasn't uh, any problem to do 375. I, I did uh, 367 in uh, Worlds, and that was uh, also a pretty, pretty good lift. So it felt like uh, this is not so, uh, this shouldn't be a problem. So, uh, and I was counting before the competition, as I said earlier, that it, uh, I think it's need 390. So, and this this felt uh, a bit more easier <laughs> maybe that's what you got to do uh yeah. every competition tell yourself i'm gonna exactly. have to, i'm gonna have to pull 450 <laughs> exactly <laughs> right and then when you're like only Everything 380 will, oh that's yeah not, yeah yeah that's, oh, easy. that's easy. yeah exactly <laughs> keep talking yourself into how hard it'll be um so when you hit that and then you celebrate it afterwards like how good was it to be able to hit that deadlift, win the European Championships in your home nation, um, you get a win over Anatoly, who was the best lifter at the IPF World Championships. Was it a bit of redemption there? And then also, were you telling yourself, "Man, this just means I was capable of winning the World Championships"? Yeah, Anatoly did a better competition in the in World Championships. So okay. uh, nine seventeen hadn't. Uh... It's, it's hadn't been the silver medal as well there, but uh, of course, uh, 
it felt really good to to beat him and uh, and show that uh, he doesn't can uh, count on winning every time. <laughs> right. Uh, he's yeah. It, but of but, course he's he's still the, maybe the, he's still the favorite uh, next world so uh, but uh, I can beat him uh, uh, in June as well. And that's the thing in sports it's why um you have to go out there and play. Like yeah. in in sports upsets happen all the time. You know what I mean? It, like the odds does. upset all the time in sports. Yeah, yeah. And and um, he didn't have his best day at Europeans, but you didn't either. You could have no. got <laughs> you could have got more on bench and more on squat. You yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you might have deadlifted more. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so who knows? Like, um, who knows where your top end is? Even on his good day, maybe your good day is right neck and neck with his good day. We're gonna have to yeah, find hopefully, out. hopefully. <laughs> Right. Um, what is what is your next competitions that you have to do? You have to do Swedish nationals and then worlds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Swedish nationals is in March, I think. Uh, that's going to be my next competition. Uh, so uh, now we have some uh, some months with uh, training uh, in front of us. So it's feels it feels good to to be back on uh, training again. And then uh, and then world championships. We hope in um, South Africa in June. Exactly. So- it depends what this COVID situation, right? Yeah, yeah, we we don't know anything. Uh, it feels like uh, it's it's not nothing you can count with. Uh, uh, we will see what uh, what happens. Does that make it tough for training? Uh, no, I don't think so. I like training, so uh, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's going to be a problem. Uh, no, it kind of just because it's tough. Like sometimes, sometimes. If you don't know when you're peaking, what you're peaking for, yada yada. But... Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, but as soon as uh, I think we we're gonna know like uh, two months before uh, if it's gonna happen or not. So uh, the last the the next four months is just uh, just go down in the basement and, That's and right. uh, lift. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the end you got to, you got to do your training anyways. Exactly. And that's in sports in general. You never know. you like, like things yeah. change. You just got to be ready, stay ready. Yeah, so you does. don't have to get ready. Yep. Essentially. Um, do you think in terms of, cause you won the world championships in the juniors in 2019, and now you just won the European championships in the open. What, what victory means more to you? I think this uh, this was the I, I won the, the Europeans uh, Open uh, 2019 as well, but uh, this felt uh, a little bit uh, better to win uh, because I wasn't the favorite uh, going out on the on the day. So of course, this this is my best competition and uh, the one who felt best. So, isn't it crazy how like it, it's not the nine for nine day? But it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it makes it a better story, though. Like in terms of watching it, it's more entertaining when people are missing lists back and forth, and it's like, oh my god, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, right? it is. It is entertaining. For did you watch the other Swedish lifters? Yeah, I watched uh, Alex uh, the day before my competition, uh, and uh, yeah, he was the only only one I watched uh, on the on the. On the arena, then I watched Eddie uh, on the stream, and uh, yeah, also Robin uh, 
Pettersson in in seventy four kilo class as well. And um, yeah, Eddie had a good day. Eddie yeah, came he close. Had a good, yeah, yeah. It's it's nice to see uh, that he's back uh, and. Uh, when he when he gets uh, control of that new Eleiko bench, I think it's uh, he's gonna be uh, uh, any better than uh, than he was now. Yeah, the the Eleiko bench threw threw some people off. Some people yeah. are talking about. Yeah, I think Ed is uh, is one of them that uh, it's uh, he he loses like twenty. 30 kilos on that bench. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, like he, it's really crazy. <laughs> he lost, he went from being like a serious threat at 66 kilo worlds. Yeah. And he lost like 20 to 30 kilo. Yeah. Off, off of his bench. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> on a new bench. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Talk about people talk about changing of the bench press. Um, the actual bench press um, affects them. It, I don't think I've ever seen anybody more affected by a change of equipment like Eddie Bergeron. No, 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 not me either. <laughs> like he's got, now that he's, I mean, he's still not where he was for bench, but he's getting closer. And yep. now you see he was two and a half kilo behind Pena for, for the European championship. Yeah. Like he's right there again. Like he, if he can he get is. his bench up to where he was previously, Pena's got to come with it. It's going to yeah. be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be funny. Did it affect you at all, the new Alico bench, or not so much? I don't know. Uh, I, I trained. Uh, I, I buy one to my gym uh, after Worlds. So uh, I trained it between Worlds and Europeans. But I think I, I'm too bad to, uh, to bench press to, to <laughs> feel any, any difference. <laughs> well, it's, why do you think it affects Eddie? Is it, um, is it like his, his big arch and setup that makes it? Yeah, probably, and and he's so uh, he had trained bench press for like fifteen years, so uh, I think uh, this big difference uh, maybe and and the arch, yeah, yeah it's something I, I don't know, but uh, uh, I think the better bencher you are, the the more effects uh, it's you. Probably, especially if you've been doing, like you said, the same thing for 15 years. Yeah, exactly. And then something new comes and you have to, to change something. And uh, it's, I, I don't know, it's, it's maybe hard to, to find what the thing is uh, going wrong. But he's, it looks like he's starting to bring it back. Yeah, if he can yeah, keep hopefully. bringing it back, if he can get his bench right to where he was, or where he was, he was, cl- he was like 225 kilo, wasn't he around there? Yeah, yeah, it was. I think he did two thirty on uh, training, uh, two thirty-five maybe. Uh, so, for anyone listening in pounds, that's like five hundred pounds by a hundred forty-five pound man, a sixty-six yeah. kilo man. It's incredible. Yeah, it's it's uh, fantastic. Yeah, and did you see Gustav Hedlund actually had a pretty good day, eight sixty-five? Yeah, I saw I saw him on the live stream on the stream after because we were competing at the same right. time. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, he won the. I think he won the uh, best lifter on Europeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's with so... like oh point one points before me. I think <laughs> it was close. <laughs> it was close. Yeah, <laughs> it was close. Um, yeah, Sweden did really well at the, Europe. Do you feel like um, Europe in general has gotten a lot better in terms of comp- competitiveness and powerlifting? like the level that Europe is at? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, we have we have a lot uh, world champions uh, on the Europeans as well. So, so uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good competition. Yeah, I mean, there was a, there was a while there where, like, for a long, it was dominated by like like you had a lot of world champions coming coming out of the US. Yeah. And now, now when you look at the European Championship, or sorry, uh, the the powerlifting championships like nations like France, France has like three or four world champions and then silver medalists, Sweden, um, obviously like Ukraine and like there's in Italy in the juniors, it's got some crazy juniors coming up. Um, and did you see also that, uh, Eurosport was, is now playing the world championships. Now they showed the equipped. Um, I know you're not an equipped guy, but it's huge, right? Yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger, and it's it's funny. It's it's where we want to to be. Uh, how how big is Eurosport in Europe? What? How how big is Eurosport the channel uh, in Europe? I think it was bigger for a few years ago, but uh, I think some sports is probably big on Eurosport. Uh, yeah. But uh, I didn't watch it uh, like frequently or anything like that. So, what sports do you watch? Uh, hockey. Uh, I watch a lot because I'm an old uh, hockey player. Uh, so it's it's most uh, hockey I watch. Ah, let's see, dude. I'm from Canada, Sweden, and Canada yeah. rivals. Right? <laughs> I know all yeah, about. I'm looking forward to the Junior World Championships now. Uh, yeah, man. It's, yeah. It's a New Year, uh, New Year's. Uh, traditional um and also uh i think in the olympics um there's no more nhl players right no i think not uh i think not which is too bad yeah that's bad um but uh yeah we'll have to see what happens there but um and and um i want to ask you a little bit about also the with the olympics in olympic weightlifting did you see that olympic weightlifting is not going to be in the olympics now or or possibly possibly yeah exactly yeah i heard of that uh uh, yeah it's it's like systemic though so here's their issue with it is that um there's too many doping infractions and the way it was dealt previously there had been some corruption um but so some people are saying this hurts powerlifting because we're also a strength sport and we're also a barbell sport yeah so yeah. people but, know, people it's that not in the sport it doesn't know the the difference uh, right uh, so but yeah. but on the flip side um some people are also saying if the ioc if the olympic committee thinks that it's more a systemic issue and not the sport a strength sport issue because it depends if if they think, look at if all strength sports are going to be a lot of doping, this will hurt powerlifting as well. Or, yeah. or on the flip side, they might be thinking um, all sports period are going to have doping issues if you don't have a handle of it, if you don't take action. And they, if they think we need to remove Olympic weightlifting because they're not taking action, but we want to replace it. We want yeah. a strength sport. So if they want a strength sport, but they just don't want Olympic lifting because the, like the organization isn't handling it properly. And they're like, but we do want a strength sport because there's always been a strength sport in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. That actually helps us. Then it's like, well, guess what? 
we're a strength <laughs> sport. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I don't know which way it is. Like, do, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. But of course, it, it, uh, uh, the chance is here. And I think they must have, uh, have been uh, uh, said uh, that we are here and uh, we want to, to compete at the Olympics. So uh, uh, probably it's a chance for powerlifting. And it's um, we I know I know that we're we're pushing to be included in. So the IOC, the Olympic Committee, it's not just the Olympics, but there's other games like uh, the European Games, which is all the different Olympic sports, the Asian Games, which is all the different Olympic sports, and um, you know World Games stuff like that. So yeah. we're all we're already in the World Games. Exactly. I think we're pushing to go into the European games and that has like track that has all of the sports, right? Swimming and all the rest of it, the Asian games. And now we're on Eurosport. So the more powerlifting gets into all these other multi-sport games and yep. onto mainstream TV, it looks better and better to when you're turning around and be like, of course, well, why not us? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would be uh, very, very cool to, to uh, if, it, if it was able to, to compete at the Olympics, of course. And you are, how old are you? At uh, 25. 25. And usually when they add people um, like sports into the Olympics, it's, it's like four to eight years off. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Like it's yeah. later. Exactly. So, so it needs to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, come on, man. Unless you're going to be like Hurry David up. Ricks. Unless yeah, exactly. you're like David Ricks or someone like that, where you're like, okay, 65 years old, and you walk in there <laughs> like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it would be absolutely a total game changer if power. Look, some people, some people say like they they prefer powerlifting not to be in the Olympics, but I think. Like, what do you think? Because I don't see why not. You could still have, like, if you want, if people want to do their own thing with powerlifting, they can still do that. It's yeah. not like it's not like once you go to the Olympics, it can only be the Olympics. You know, you could still do other promotions. Like, yeah, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, of course, it would be very cool. I think the problem is uh, that uh, the more money, it's uh, the more... Uh, doping uh, issues and uh, things like that uh, but uh, of course i think it's would be good for powerlifting it's uh, the olympics is the is the thing that uh, everybody wants to compete in so yeah i mean um in in nations start getting behind like nations that there's a lot of nations um the governments actually help fund the sports and they won't fund you unless you're part of the Olympics or the European no. games, Asian games. Um, so that's why even on the way to the Olympics, if powerlifting is in European games, Asian games, stuff like that, those governments will now start funding you, even though you're not even in the Olympics yet. And then once the governments start funding you in Asia, Europe, et cetera, South America, yeah, more people start coming. The, yeah, the sport yeah, gets absolutely. Bigger. Yeah. And better. Right. Uh, so, uh... But on the flip side, like you said, um, with more money, like sponsors start coming on because sponsors like, oh, you guys are in mainstream TV. You guys are in all these nations. Sponsors start coming on. Then there's the temptation. 
uh, like you said, like, oh man, what, like, you know, if there's any doping and stuff like that, it's, it gets, yeah, it's, it's, people can, uh, can see it worse to, to, to dope and, uh, and uh, things like that. If, if it's money to win and yeah. Yeah. It makes it, um, it's a yin and a yang. The thing is, so that'll be the case. Um, if it's Olympics or if it's just like, if it just gets bigger period, even if it's just pro yeah, exactly. You know, um, what were your thoughts when, when the USAPL left that was, it, was it kind of like, look, I still got a job to do and it is what it is. Or what were your thoughts when that happened? Yeah, it was, uh, uh I need to just work on and uh, see what's happened. But of course it's, uh, I think it's not so good for the sport, uh, that, uh, something like that happens. And, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, we will see what happens now with uh, powerlifting America. I think, That's right. Uh, the, yeah, uh, but of course it's it's. Uh, I, I want to compete about hello uh, with the best uh, that uh, the best lifters. So uh, hopefully, uh, I, got, I get the chance to do that. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it just depends who does what. You know yeah, what I mean? Like exactly. Taylor Atwood said he's going AIPF. Russell Orr, yeah. he said he's going USAPL, but Russell also previously resigned from USAPL and went IPF. So he could be going back and forth depending on the location of worlds. Like people in the US now might go back and forth. Like we already seen, uh, like Russell as an example has gone back mm-hmm. and forth a yeah. couple of times and he might in the future, like it, now you have options uh, to, to do a little back and forth depending on, you know, whatever variables are. are yeah, in. yeah. Um, for the 105s, which is like Ashton, but Ashton's never really left the U S in, in that I can remember. So he no, was I never, so. he was never really coming to worlds. Uh, no, so, no. It, so he was, so, he was, uh, he was off the nominations before this happened. So right. uh, I don't think he was, uh, he, he didn't was going to came uh, anyway. In previous years, he hadn't come to worlds either. No, no. Um, so it's, that won't really change. It, it'll depend on who, who comes up in the one Oh fives. And, um, if they decide to go powerlifting America and try the IPF world's route, and then, yeah. um, then we'll have to see, man, maybe it'll be, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll have to see. <laughs> we may be not the only Anatoly and uh, the French and me. It's uh, hopefully some, uh, some, uh, USA uh, lifters as well. And here's the thing. Um, you know, Coco, He's, he was like 20 years old and hit an 895. <laughs> people come out of nowhere. Like, like I didn't see Coco coming. So people who we have now, by the time Worlds comes around, there could be another guy. Like exactly. Coco. Someone did uh, pretty good in juniors, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't, didn't know the name right now. One sec here. I'm going to take a look. He, uh, let's see here. So Rene Kaki, Kaki? from switzerland yeah he did an 891 kilo total <laughs> broke a world record on bench press and he's a kid like he's young yeah it's it's uh, good so we're getting uh it's getting tighter and uh, that's funny i think it's it's good for the sport that uh that is like uh, in the future maybe 10 guys it's competing for to win the competition uh yeah that's good <laughs> I think. yeah it makes it tough um, because then you got to think about that when you load up the deadlift for the win. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> First place or uh, ninth. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, this Just is all or nothing. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is everything right now. Yeah. Um, but Hopefully uh, we get there. Yeah, exactly. It is. I mean, I would, I would rather be in no other position. Like if I had to choose between having a huge squat like Anatoly or having a huge deadlift like you, there's nothing like having that big deadlift where you get to decide. Yeah, it's always better. That's that's the that's the best thing to uh, to be good at. Uh, yeah. I won like uh, I think it's four or five competitions with the last deadlift now. So <laughs> really? of course it's it's uh, it's good. Yeah, it's a little bit nerve wracking. But when's the last time you? It, here's another thing I was gonna say. Um, you know what the percentages of if you miss your third squat, the percentage of missing your third deadlift goes way up, like way up. Like, I mean, yeah, okay. it's like 67% of the time, if you miss your third squat, you miss your third deadlift. Yeah, Did you okay. know that? No, I didn't know. <laughs> so it's, it might be good because you missed your third squat and then yeah. you had to pull for the win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you literally beat the odds in beating Anatoly and then beat the odds in terms of percentages of people who actually hit the third deadlift. It's probably better you didn't know that. Because yeah. you get, you get <laughs> in your head, right? Exactly. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I mean, it was it was a fantastic day uh, that day, regardless. Uh, so the future is going to be the world, the Swedish nationals, and then the world championships. And then, um, if you win the world championships, we know Sheffield's coming around. Yeah, um, and that's the money meet of all money meets, and uh, the it ticket is. to get there is a world title. So you got to go through the world championships to get there. Um, is that, what's your five-year goal? What are some of the goals you have for the next five years? Uh, the, the goal is, uh, it's to win uh, worlds, uh, of course. That's the, that's the biggest goal. And uh, yeah, it is are, what it is. <laughs> are you staying 105 or are you possibly going to 120? I'm going to stay in 105 uh, as it's just like now. Uh, the thing is that uh, my work i don't think i'm gonna gonna uh, fix the the tests uh, on on the fire station uh, if i'm if i'm waiting one oh one twenty. oh okay. <laughs> so yeah we need to gonna... run or uh, run and uh, things like that so uh, <laughs> uh so you're a fireman <laughs> yeah i am yeah okay yeah if you're 120 kilo <laughs> dude it's gonna be I, hard to it, to, <laughs> to fix the tests then. So, yeah you're not passing any of the physical tests you're not no. running your <laughs> <laughs> the strength test is uh it's uh it's okay but uh, not <laughs> not yeah. uh, running and things like that <laughs> if they can get you in the building they just strap people to your back and you carry out like 20 people at a time but, yeah. but but you're going to carry him out very slowly and exactly. and you can't go up and down a ladder exactly. so there's there's pros and cons to this yeah, right? yeah if you're it, is, it is wow well listen man um i appreciate you coming on the podcast uh congratulations it, it was an amazing win it was an amazing yeah. upset victory um that video we posted everybody was reposting when i posted that third deadlift for the win a pr deadlift i sent you the video when i posted yeah that video, it was this, good I can see all the shares. Like I can view who shared it and yeah. hundreds of people from around the world shared it in their stories. And they were all like, 
you know, it's never over to the last deadlift, uh, you know, keep the faith, but like people, everyone was sharing that it was, oh, it was like, it was crazy man. all over the world. And you could see the different languages. Some people were reposting. I could see in Arabic, uh, Jap- <laughs> Japanese, like all these different languages saying, take a look at this video. Um, uh, so, uh, thank you for was, that. <laughs> dude, it was amazing. Well, I, mean, I loved it myself. It gives people inspiration. Right. Yeah. Um, so it was an amazing moment, my man. Congratulations. And um, hopefully everything goes well. And I see you at the World Championships, my friend. Thank you. And thanks for being here and talk with you. You bet, <laughs> it's man. It's always thank- funny. You bet, man. Uh, thank you for your time. We'll keep in touch. Good luck with training, my friend. Thanks. You see too. You, <laughs>